I'm fine. And then when I giggle, it gets all peeked out. Yes. I've had to edit a lot of those down <laughs> in the witch's den. Sorry. It was kind of Because drunk. we just had a lot of fun. <laughs> and there was a lot of giggles. So, welcome to New Level! Yay! Yay! We're leveling up! (laughs) Yes, we're leveling up! The mini-cast associated with She's a Super Geek. This is coming to you courtesy of our patrons. Thank you, patrons! Thank you all so much. We thank them individually, um, maybe three or four at a time on our main feed. So, if you are a patron, don't miss an episode. That might be the episode we thank you personally. There were a couple of people who were super excited that they were on the We Just Dead episode. <laughs> just going to say that. I got asked about one of the nicknames you gave somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, she chose all the, like, usually we, we go back and yeah, forth. Yeah, usually but... we go back and forth, but we didn't we didn't have time to do that together. So. Yes. If you would like to contribute to She's a Super Geek. And get your very and, own weird nickname. And get your very own weird nickname and be able to suggest NPCs <laughs> and get other goodies from us. You can head over to patreon.com slash sasgeek. Yeah. Yay! Should we say something really quickly? I feel like this is a point we should say something really quickly. So um, thank you so much to everyone for sticking with us. Um, it has taken us an inordinately long per- amount of time to try to fulfill um, our Patreon rewards. And um, we know that they're still there and we haven't forgotten you and we're really, really sorry. <laughs> Uh, 2017, while it might be a apocalyptic year for other people, slash countries, slash... This one. This one. Um, it will be probably more settled for us. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty crazy 2016. Um, yeah. Right after we launched the Patreon is kind of when everything um, went crazy. I got a divorce. Um, everything i've recently quit my job everything went really crazy you guys so we we really really do appreciate it we're getting back to it um and we're really sorry that it's taken this long yeah and senda i'm so thankful for the emotional support that you've been able to to give yeah i know it's been it's been a hard year for both of us (laughs) but yeah so there's a heart to heart moment guys that's like when we got an opportunity to go out to brunch for Senda's birthday a couple of weeks early <laughs> as part of um, At a, catacon. a catacon, we went to like this great hipster little breakfast place. That was amazing. But I wanted to give a toast and I started with Senda. I've always wanted a sister. Aww. And she started crying. Yeah, and I was really like, emotional. okay, that's all I got to say. That, that was all you had. And that's, it's okay. So we're... <laughs> So, my co-podner. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. We actually were at a, cat- a catacon because we could go um, because of the yes. Patreon money. So that You is- paid for us to go, yeah. basically. <laughs> that is another thing that we did, specifically because we have awesome patrons. And Senda and Phil took their joke about pandas talking games way too far <laughs> by renting out a space and doing a live show. And I walked in and there's like James D'Amato there. And in I'm like, wow, hat. they are really, yeah, they are really trying to like 
make me think this is real. Like, they've been able to talk, like, and it wasn't just James. There was this whole slew of, like, yeah, podcast like, people. Yeah, uh, like, Quinn Wilson and the guys Quinn from Wilson. The, the Knights of the Knights, Tom Flanagan. Knights of the Knights. Um, 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 Hi, Tom. Rob Stith was there. And, oh, my gosh. crap, there's so many people that Megan. I'm forgetting. I feel bad. There were a lot of really fantastic people sitting right there. Did you sleep? Did you see the purple corgi? Yes. Yes. I saw the purple corgi. <laughs> uh, I got to meet Weregator in person. Oh, that yeah, was awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. He's awesome. We hung out and played some games with him. Uh, called Tom Flanagan grandmother a lot and confused people. That is confusing. Uh, keep an eye out on Misdirected Mark stuff for why I call Tom Flanagan grandmother. Yeah, I don't know when that's finally going to come out. I have no idea. I know. Chris, Chris says is that doing he many is things, many finishing things. editing the very first episode, but he hasn't found the right theme music, mm. which, as for those of us who know, can take a long time. But when you hear it, you it's it. the right piece. Yeah. Yep. Certainly worked for us. Um, yeah. Anyway, yes. what are we actually going to so, talk about today? <laughs> what we're actually going to talk about. It is a wonderful season. Uh, not just in America, but across the world. It is a season of many gift-giving holidays. Yes. You're probably familiar with quite a few, and even people who don't celebrate religious holidays are also giving gifts. It just is a time of year where we celebrate hope, love, peace, joy, and give and receive gifts. So, our topic for today, Senda. Yes, Emily. <laughs> what RPG-related item mm-hmm. would you like to unwrap as a gift during this gift-giving season? How many can I tell you? As many as you want. It's our own, <laughs> own mini-cast. <laughs> You're like, no, no, this is our podcast. We get to decide. Because there's, like, many things, right? Um, this is So this is one that I've been thinking about making. Because I keep seeing everybody with them. But then at the same time, I'm like, I really like my dice bag. But at the same time... Mm. Um, if you've heard of like a roll em up, have you seen those? They're really cool. Oh, so they're like Phil has one. Yeah, they're like um, they're like uh, I have one for my art pencils, but it it's a, it's not a roll em up. It's just how artists store like pencils, right? And it's a piece of um fabric, and it's folded long ways into thirds, and on one side it's stitched into pockets, and you put things in the pockets, and then you flap the other side over, and then you roll it up and you tie it, so everything stays nice, right? Well, yeah, it's amazing. So a roll em up is the same thing, but it's designed for RPGs. It has a dice pouch and then it has all the slots for like pencils and, and uh, index cards because, you know, we do indie games. So sad things on index cards and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then you just roll it up and then you tie it and it keeps all of your pencils and pens and everything like in this perfect little roll. And um, so I, 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 I would like one of those. I've been thinking about making one. I know that I can, but like, uh, I know they're, I think they're even still made by hand by the same couple. They're, they're really cool. They do them with all sorts of neat fabrics and stuff. Um, so that's one thing. Thing number two, there are these, <laughs> this is where we get into Senda's clothing obsession, right? There are these scarves running around and I found <laughs> them in a couple of places. Um, and they're, they're like a, they're like a, they're like a nice, wide scarf with like pretty fringe on the end they're like a you know you can wear to work in a drapey sort of way which is what I like to do with scarves and they have this really cool d20 print on them so it's that thing that is the perfect combination of like stylish and very like cool looking and then like you know drapey and like professional that I can wear to work and yet also super super geeky 
And I love that. Like, I really love to blend those two things together. So um, I've been eyeballing those. Yeah. <laughs> For a while. So if someone, you know, someone, not, you know, a friend maybe, <laughs> wanted to buy you one of those scarves because that's a good idea, where would I get uh, they get that? <laughs> um, I'd have to look up the link. I don't remember. I, I have it saved because I liked it enough that I saved the link. But, like, I, I found it on Etsy, I think, the last time. Of course you did. Yeah, because Etsy. But the first because time, I did Etsy. not find them on Etsy. I already have your Christmas presents, so I hope that you say things that make me think that I got the right thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> also, um, I you have your not, birthday present. You're not obliged to buy me anything. You just quit your job. <laughs> I But I have your birthday present, which is multi-items. They're not like expensive items. Um, I shouldn't tell you this. No, I was just gonna give them to you. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. I'll see you sometime soon. You'll be you'll be nearby soon. Yeah, I'll be back for Christmas. Yeah, which is one of the gift giving holidays many people celebrate. Yeah, cool. Um, I Christmas and Hanukkah start on the same day this year. Do they really? Yes. Huh. So Christmas Eve and the first night of Hanukkah are the same time which i just think is a really beautiful idea obviously that doesn't happen all the time because christmas is a fixed date and hanukkah depends based on the lunar calendar yeah but still very cool for this year though yeah 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 of course yule's always on the you know 21st and all that anyway (laughs) so emily what amazing things do you want to open there are related i mean there are some very practical things and then some non-practical things and then what i would really like to say but i also don't know if i would ever wear it because it's white and i just i'm terrified of wearing white because i drink so much uh coffee and soda is that cute little bb8 dress oh my god yes the Her Universe one. Yes, yes. the Her Universe one. Yep. Yeah. They also have an adorable R2-D2 dress. Yes. Also white. I may have just totally splurged on that Star Wars cardigan because I found it super on sale. The black one that has uh, the repeating pattern of Rebel and Imperial logos on it. <sighs> oh, I would not want to wear an Imperial logo. No. Even against a Rebel logo. Okay. I mean, it's back and forth and they're little. Okay. So from a distance, it looks like it's uh, like a snowflake pattern or something. Oh, I love things like that that are super right. geeky. But and then when you get close, because they're, they're little, they're yes. like they're like I don't know about a centimeter big each one of yes. them, and it's and it's just alternating every other one. I'd love a rebel symbol necklace. I think that would be really pretty. Yeah. Um, I also damn it! I already got like... your Christmas presents. Sorry, <laughs> I know where to get that. <laughs> um. Hey, patrons, you know, <laughs> give us money all year round, and we're very thankful for it. Um, I also would, re- this is on the more practical and yet not practical, because I doubt we're ever going to play this game on Sass Geek. Um, I would love the new edition of Dark Heresy. I mean, There's if a second edition if out. If you run it, according we, we to the people I played with, Right. If you'll run it, we can play. We can totally play it. I'm not. <laughs> I, I I can't probably mentally process that just for a one shot. I do have a stack of books over here. 
Dark Heresy is crunchy. I know. That's why and you have to run it. And then you have to tell me how I, what to do. <laughs> I played with a with a GM who was experienced in running Dark Heresy and played with a really tight group. There were just three players and the the GM. And this was while I was in grad school, so it was really, really nice to have that escape. And it's, you know, set in the 41st century. It's very dark. Like, you play the good guys, and you can call, basically, for a planet to be exploded. And you're still considered the good guys. Like, it's a very dark future, which I normally don't go for. I'm usually more of, you know, the Star Trek kind of future. Yeah. But... It was really fun to play. Yeah. And I also remember it being very complicated and constantly Daniel having to tell me what dice to roll. So maybe we won't do that. Maybe we'll stick (laughs) with um, something else. The new Star Trek books would be awesome. Sorry. The new Star Wars role-playing games. I guess they're not new. Yes. Well, they're not super new anymore. I mean, I have Edge of the Empire right here on my shelf. Right. I have it. I have the D20 Star Wars books, like all of them, courtesy of Tom Flanagan. Yes. <laughs> and I, even though I'm moving, I'm totally, I'm totally keeping those. Yep. It also includes some adventures. Oh, that's awesome. So we might run one of those. Yeah. That'd be fun. I feel like the... The metaphor of the Empire versus the Rebels is becoming yes. more and more... It's, it's really strong right now. Important, yes, as we move along in our world. Also, I would love to just spend more time with you, Senta. Well, you just got to move closer. But the, So the only problem is we both have these beautiful USB mics. We are totally not set up to record in person. <laughs> We can just use one mic and have it on the mm-hmm. dual function. Mm-hmm. No? Mm-mm. I mean, we can, but we will have to sit about this far away from each other. And? <laughs> it's um, difficult to get two chairs to sit that closely together, so it's like that weird hunch. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily have to be recorded. I would love... A lot of the games I've played this year have been recorded. I would love to play just some fun, non-recorded, in-person, casual games. So would I, actually. That's definitely something that I want to do more of. And I would say Pokemon Moon, because I historically get the new Pokemon game for Christmas, but I bought it for myself before I quit my job, because I knew I would need it. (laughs) That's fair. I knew knew I would need it. I've already beat the Elite Four, and it's the... It's the only game I've ever wanted to actually catch them all in. Wow. Yeah. I really, really am digging Pokemon Moon, y'all. So pick up Pokemon Sun or Moon. If you're a longtime Pokemon player, awesome. If you're new, awesome. I think that it's actually a very, it would be a very good time to get into the franchise. It's... It doesn't rely on a lot of previous knowledge of Pokemon, but it has a lot of inside jokes for those of us who know, you know, like the different professors' names and whatnot. Cool. And also, some of the some of the Pokemon are weird colors, which is fun, I think. Uh, the only thing that I really know about them is that everybody's playing them, and there's um, there's like a drunk pink panda. <clears throat> named Spinda. Spinda. Um, yes. 
And I know at least a couple of people have already named their Spindas Senda, which I find to be brilliant and hilarious. Which is funny because there is a Pokemon that looks much more like I know, a... Pancham. Pan, yes, Pancham. <laughs> but nobody's naming their Pancham Senda. I, I know, but they're all naming this crazy dizzy pink Yeah, one. the one that like giggles and is dizzy. That I yes. mean, makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> of course. Or nobody's catching any Panchams. I don't know. I don't know. I caught one fairly easily. Oh, so apparently but maybe I just. I think the other found thing. One I think the other thing is it's called Spinda, and so it makes people think of me. Yes, Senda. Yeah, it took me forever to get a Ditto, <laughs> but I do. I got one, and now I am uh, breeding so that I can get all the Eevee evolutions. That feels really weird to say. I don't know why. <laughs> and I'm going to breed. I chose Rowlet as my starter. So Rowlet starts off looking like this adorable little round owl with a bow tie and then becomes like this angsty teenager with uh, with like feathers over one eye and then becomes this like almost Robin Hood figure. And I'm like, I just want cute little Rowlet. <laughs> So I'm going to breed him. Cool. Um, I would also love to see Peace on Earth. Uh, that one is a given. Yeah. I would also like to see a lot of uh, games I've never heard of. I yes. would. I would love to be given the gift of games I've never heard of. Because that's how you learn about games. Yes. And can I say, I just got the uh, thing that dialect finished their backing um or their kickstarter ended and they i mean they blew it out of the water and i cannot wait to get that book oh man not gonna get it for the holidays you know what else i'm excited to get but it's not gonna be here in time for the holidays what noisy person cards noisy person cards noisy person cards is that a game we can play in person and record yeah I think it would be hard to play. It's hard to play like, card-based games. Yeah, over the internet. And then also, the I internet. think that we, well, we definitely would want more than two people anyway. Because otherwise, whoever yes. was not the judge What's would the always win. Yeah. I kind of like that, though. <laughs> That's like playing Cards Against it's Humanity. It's like a cooperative game. It's like Cards Against Humanity with two people. Again, it's a cooperative game. <laughs> I don't see a problem. Well, it, sometimes those games are nice. Well, no, it, it it can be a nice game, but like if it's if it's just you and the person who's judging, then you could just be as terrible as you wanted to be, and it doesn't even matter. Like there's no right, but I. So it's the competition that makes noisy person cards worth it. No, I mean it's fun anyway, but you would be the only person doing a voice, so you wouldn't get to hear anybody else's voices. Well, I guess I could probably just try to do a better cat voice than someone else. <laughs> do you, are you telling me you don't like my cat voice? <laughs> and then I chew the things. <laughs> <laughs> it probably, I'm trying to even remember because you're editing it. So you just heard it like as I, yes. I suspect that it started out very like British and then it like wandered through a number of other yes. things. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> But we chalked it up to just translation, translation issues because errors, Fox yeah. to Cat. Yeah. yeah, Fox to Cat. Yeah. 
Fox to cat. Although we had no problem fox to dog, so. Well, you're both canines then. Right. Yeah. Anyway, um, fantastic. Should we wrap this up? Yes. Patrons and listeners, what would you like to unwrap this gift-giving season? What would you like to see under your tree or handed to you in a box or shipped to you via Amazon with no identifying marks about who sent it? Let us know in the comments or on Twitter <laughs> at SAS Geek Podcast or on our website, SASGeek.com. We would love to hear from you and we would love happy to hear from holidays. You. <laughs> yes, Merry Everything. Merry Everything. <laughs>